Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing which attractions from the parks we would most like to see turned into a movie. Yes. We've talked about this before. There's going to be a Haunted Mansion movie. The Jungle Cruise movie is coming out next year. They've already done Pirates of the Caribbean. But I think there's a lot of other attractions out there that would make really good movies. Yeah. So we're going to get into that today. I think that at one point in time, every ride in the park will have some sort of movie. It'll either be associated with an existing movie like they did with um, how they converted the Norway ride to become Frozen, or it'll get its own. Right. That's the thing. I mean, there's not really many original rides anymore so i like the the potential is limited because to your point now really how it works is you have a movie it does well you have a you know it's a popular characters you know ip whatever and then you make a ride from it Mm -hmm. the 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 time of building original rides like they did when the parks opened is gone you know i mean and that's what most of these rides that are getting movies pirates jungle cruise haunted mansion i mean they're all either opening day attractions or you know within the first decade or so after the park opened i mean there, there's not really much in the past 20 years or so <laughs> that's an original ride so uh yeah so to your point i mean it's kind of dwindling what they can use uh, but yeah most of the stuff is gonna be based on movies so we're gonna get into that so original stuff so nothing like pixar related that already has a movie we're gonna go from original attraction to movie what we like to see before we get into that want to cover some disney news so if you are in a pub trivia for Disney and you ever get asked the question, how much change is thrown away at Disney World in uh, the Wishing Well at Cinderella's Castle or you know the waterway at It's a Small World? That's quite a specific question to be asking pub it is, trivia. It is. But we have an answer. So Disney donated um, to the local uh, central florida homeless shelter this year all the coins so they collect the coins throughout the year they clean that out it was twenty thousand dollars whoa so that's an insane amount of change people are just throwing away at the disney parks that's crazy and that's a good lesson to to remember you know those pennies and nickels and things if you save them up you might end up with a lot short of twenty thousand dollars but still they add up. Yeah, you got to figure. I mean, twenty million people come into the Magic Kingdom every year, so you know everybody throws in a dime or a penny. But yeah, twenty thousand dollars—that's impressive. Yeah. So if anybody wins a trivia contest on that, you heard it here first. <laughs> All right. So um, Disney also announced an additional line to their uh, Make a Wish collection. So Disney's celebrating this year forty years uh, of working with Make a Wish, and they have the wishes come true blue color collection so which i was really trying to hint to joe that i like the lounge fly from that collection you know christmas is around the corner uh it's it's blue sequins yeah so yeah i'm sure everybody's seen this they have ears and lounge fly and jerseys all the blue um it is really nice and And it's that pretty royal blue yes and a portion of all of those sales are going to make a wish so so far they have donated five hundred thousand dollars from sales of this collection but they just announced that they are having Aladdin Wishables. So you can either get uh, Genie, Magic Carpet, Aladdin Jasmine, or The Lamp. And 100% of the proceeds from this collection are going to make a wish. So it's $9.99. It looks like on Shop Disney, you can buy the Genie specifically for $9.99, or you can get a mystery pack, which has one of the other ones in it, for $9.99. These are adorable, though. They're very cute. I think that also the Genie might be 
a great present. They're, they're very cute. And of course, I mean, what better reason to buy something nice for yourself than to know that 100% of the proceeds is going to go to charity. So yeah, it's they are they're really cute. I've seen that. Um, I don't know if the, it's the wishables or if it's a they have a beast one that's real cute too. But yeah, these ones, the proceeds go to make a wish. Yeah, these are little plushes. And really, I mean, $10 isn't bad, I think, for these. I, I kind of was expecting them to be more. Now, granted, they are probably smaller. They're pretty small, yeah, but, they're, but not, they're not tiny. But like if you compare that to like the lounge fly you were saying, like that lounge fly bag is $90. $90. So they have a, they have a little wristlet for for like forty five dollars, but but that I mean it's kind of expensive, you know. I mean that yeah, that stuff's a little really bit expensive. pricier. You know, nine ninety nine for these actually isn't that bad, and I think it's interesting. You know, they do it with the mystery packs, which will help move even more because people love like the mystery pin sets and everything. These wishables, like you're gonna buy four or five of them. Yeah, think you know, about Pokemon cards. Yeah, I've I've never bought one of those like pin mystery packs or the wishables mystery packs, so I would be interested in possibly doing that at some point the second they come out with a scar wishable um somebody make sure you guys let me know oh and uh joe did you happen to see the new run disney gear i did yeah shop disney's releasing a whole line of run disney stuff i really like the child one that says the child challenge and then it's 0.0 and just says i take naps (laughs) that's the shirt for me it is pretty good yeah i don't need all, all these ones that say you know 50 miles or whatever but but yeah they're they're putting out this whole run Disney collection, which is kind of interesting because they've canceled all the run Disney events. And I, yeah. and I kind of wonder, you know, in the same way they're releasing the spider bots over at Disneyland, you know, the Avengers campus didn't open. And like, I think we talked about this last week or two weeks ago that, Hey, they probably had a warehouse full of these things. And mm-hmm. so it's like, just start selling them. I kind of wonder if a lot of this stuff was designed for, the Star Wars Rival Run race yes. and the other Run Disney events, and they went, "Oh, we had to cancel all of these. We need to get rid of all this merchandise because they probably had it ordered, oh, and yeah. so they're they're probably trying to sell it." Um, so yeah, it's all on Shop Disney now. I mean, a lot of it looks like stuff they may have just designed for this collection, uh, and I'm sure. But it is interesting how Disney has started moving because of the pandemic and just the the need to. They've started moving a lot of this exclusive in-park merchandise online. I mean, even stuff that you could only get in Galaxy's Edge, like Legacy lightsabers and some of that clothing, you can now purchase at shops in Walt Disney World outside of Galaxy's Edge, but also online. I mean, they have a lot of that stuff on Shop Disney as well, which I think is good because a lot of people you know, don't feel comfortable traveling, aren't able to travel. And it allows them to still purchase a lot of this merchandise that they want. I mean, you know, run Disney merchandise, 2020 merchandise, Galaxy's Edge merchandise. It makes it more accessible. And then also helps Disney, again, just kind of get through their inventory. And I don't know about you, but I found myself more and more incorporating, because of all this craziness going on, incorporating more Disney into my house and my wardrobe, just because it makes me happy putting it on. You know, thinking like Marie Kondo, it sparks joy. So... You know, I go on ThreadUp all the time and check and see, do they have new Disney shirts? Because they're cheap on there. So then I buy them and and it makes me happy to wear them. So it, it's just, you know, I think I, I can see that that's pretty probably successful for them. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure that, you know, the whole idea of Marie Kondo is to just shop more. <laughs> I think you may be misconstruing, you know, w- what she's saying, but... Well- <laughs> 
Okay, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll look past well, that this time. Well, I tend to just get rid of some of the other things that I have that aren't Disney related. Sure. So I'm sure. just the crazy Disney lady now. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure if Marie Kondo heard you, well, what sparks joy is me to shopping more. I, I think she'd be like, I think you're missing the point here. But all right, the last piece of news, and it leads into our main topic, is that uh, Imagineer Tony Baxter, who worked on the original uh, Figment ride with the Dreamfinder, has repeatedly kind of said that you know he would come out of retirement to redo the ride. He, you know, it, it's changed dramatically in its current form. It, it's really not about kind of imagination anymore. It, it's not about the creativity, uh, kind of like the original ride. And he was at an event uh, for Walt's uh, birthday this past weekend, and he kind of mentioned it again that he would love to come out of retirement and work on this ride. And he actually mentioned he would love to see a feature length movie uh, based on figment. And so this kind of leads right into one of one of mine because figment was actually one of the rides that I had that I thought would be a great movie. Now I'm not sure exactly the theme i was trying to think of imagination would be a good theme no but, but like, <laughs> like like genre like a genre of you know like what this would be i almost think this Probably would, horror no i don't think this would be horror <laughs> i almost see this as kind of like an action adventure movie yeah i mean it's a dragon so i definitely think it would so my thought e- is either it, that he if would... you did live action or this i think would fit in really well with kind of like an like a Pixar type movie. Like Pixar's almost done something kind of like this with Inside Out. So kind yeah. of like that, but with Figment instead, I think would be really good. I think that, okay, so I could see Disney doing this in one of a couple different ways. I could see them doing this as, yeah, like a live action where Figment is is animated. Kind of like, a you know, uh, who, who uh, the Roger Rabbit. Sort of like that. Or I definitely could see it fully animated. The only thing I think that they would need to do is... Uh, I hate to say it because I I actually do like the Figment ride, but they got to change his voice. Figment's voice is a little bit like a little grating that character voice. Um, so I would I would like to see them do that. But I could see an adventure movie where they get themselves in dire straits and have to use their imaginations to work themselves out of whatever. They're I got in. it. Like MacGyver. <laughs> so Figment is like MacGyver who can just take like a rubber band and a stick of gum and a paper clip and uses imagination and it turns into like an airplane and they can fly. Okay. All right. I got it now. I figured it out. Figments like MacGyver using the imagination. To it's kind of like Rosie Revere engineer, by the way, excellent children's book. If you have a child, buy it for them immediately. Take my recommendation recommendation. There's a whole bunch of these books. It's like, Ada Twist Scientist, there's a bunch of them. Uh, Iggy Peck Architect, look at them, buy them, get them from the library. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, but that that was definitely one of mine. So I thought it was interesting that Tony was talking about it this weekend. So outside of that, I think another one which would be really good is Space Mountain. And I think that one is really good because there's almost no story to it in the ride. So you really have a kind of a blank slate. You know, obviously there is some backstory. I mean, you know, you're in the space station, and kind of the idea is all of the different space mountains have a little bit slightly different story to them. They're all kind of different space stations. So I definitely think you could do a really interesting sci-fi outer space movie where, again, kind of action-packed adventure thriller. I think, and again, there's there's so much there because there's nothing really explicitly spelled out in the ride. Whereas like 
the Jungle Cruise or Pirates of the Caribbean has you know some theme that you have to touch. Uh, you know, Space Mountain, you can really fill in a lot of blanks there and go really futuristic if you wanted to. I got it. All right, hear me out. First, we need a character. So we go, let's say like Lisa. Lisa always wanted to go to space so that she wants to become one of the first people to go to Mars to colonize it. And she's ecstatic. But while she's exploring, her and her friend Claudia, they find an, a cave. And when they're in it, the shaft they're in completely collapses. Okay. Now they plummet down in, in the cave and they have only 20 hours worth of lamplight to find their way through the twisty turny caverns to get out or they die that's your space mountain movie all right so i don't think that fits <laughs> space mountain though because space mountain's more about space travel i think that fits though mission space because the whole if you do the the more intense uh orange ride that is all about traveling to mars so i do think you kind of came up with something for a mission space movie where you're traveling to Mars and then something goes wrong because Space Mountain okay. is more about a space station just traveling intergalactic. Well, I was thinking, you know, she's going through the cave and like winding through that and that reminds me of Space Mountain. So you were bringing a mountain. You were trying to bring a literal mountain into Space Mountain. Well, I no. Okay. Mine was a space cave more like, but it was dark like Space Mountain because Space okay. Mountain's really dark. So that's where I was I was getting that idea You from. know, we could go like really avant-garde here. And just do an hour and a half movie, just a black screen, where you just hear, <laughs> where you just see like random stars or like comets shooting across the screen, and you just hear these like random space noises. Don't don't get me wrong, but I don't think that would do very well at the box office. I think it office. would. I think you would be surprised. I think a lot of people, maybe not at the box office, but you put that on Disney Plus, there are going to be diehard Space Mountain people that would watch that. There are going to be people on their couch. You would watch it. You love Space Mountain enough. You would watch it. There will be people sitting there and making their own makeshift cars and just pretending and leaning off to the side ooh, ooh, ah, and screaming. By the way, I think I don't I've ridden in Space Mountain in the front car before, but man, that's a scary experience because when you're in the very, very front of a car, it's really scary. The whole ride's scary. <laughs> whole ride is very scary. But no, that's good. I like that, though. Like I said, I think I like that better for Mission Space. Okay. But that that's a good idea. You could even maybe do a crossover. A Space Mountain Mission Space crossover. I mean, I already we can't keep start, the two rides straight to begin with. We could start <laughs> the Space Cinematic Universe here. The Disney Space Cinematic Universe between those hmm. two rides. Interesting. So my other uh, so you stole my Space Mountain idea. My other idea for a ride that needs that needs desperately needs a movie is Expedition Everest. Oh, that's a good one. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, I think that Expert Expedition Everest would be a really good movie, a really good fit. And Everest is one of, I mean, probably one of the most deadly things that you can do climbing Everest. So I had this idea. So hear me out. So Alicia White isn't very outdoorsy. That is until her dad dies in a freak mountaineering accident. You like Try you have characters and everything. Oh yeah, no, I I brainstormed. I, I this. definitely I brainstormed it, but I didn't come up with characters and that much thought to it. This is good. You should write some of these screenplays. <laughs> so anyway, so she, her dad dies in a freak mountaineering accident, training to summit the last of the seven summits for him, which is Everest. So to deal with her pain, she throws herself into an intense training program and goes to Nepal to climb Everest. 
All goes relatively well until she gets the area known as the death zone. While following her Sherpa, her confusion due to the high altitude causes her to step off the safe path, and she tumbles down into an unreachable segment of the mountain and passes out right before seeing a large, scary creature. So screen goes black, but you see like this this figure's face in, this is in her good. vision. And then you, you just have to work in the uh, the tea company because that's you know on the ride you're riding the the old mining cars, the old trains of this tea company. So maybe like she's on the expedition, and that's like the name of the like Sherpa or um, you know like his the, name the is company. T. No, no, no. Like <laughs> like that tea company is like the the name of the excursion company. Mm. Like who you know who she's with. They're kind of the ones funding this expedition, maybe or something. Okay, okay. Kind of tied into the ride a little okay, bit. Okay, all right, cool. So then, uh, when she wakes up, she's snuggling what she thinks is a dog, but it turns out that it's a yeti. Wait, the and, yeti's friendly. And a yeti that that the yeti that saved her life. Together. What a twist. What a twist. Yep. So together, she and the Yeti must find a way to get her and her broken leg, because she broke it when she fell, down the mountain without being seen and also quickly so she doesn't die from oxygen deprivation. Because up at that height, you can't stay there. Man, I did not see the Yeti twist coming. <laughs> wow. That's like, a good movie. Hey, thank you. That's a really good movie. Thank you. You know, another one, and... This has kind of a, a backstory on its own, but like Big Thunder Mountain, I think that would be a good one. And the whole idea of that ride is those are like ghost cars. Like that used mm-hmm. to be an old mining town that was destroyed. And then the the trains are like haunted and just kind of run themselves. And so there was like an adventure company that had people come out now and tourists go and ride these trains. Like I think that would make a a really good movie. I mean, just taking that idea and just kind of making it like a Western so what if just just throwing an idea out there? What if the cars? So they they build this whole tourist in- industry off of it, and people rely on it. And then all of a sudden, they stop. Everything stops running on its own, and they wonder what happened. And then they have to figure out how to get it to work again. What how the spirits got disturbed, and then there's like a whole big thing behind yeah, that. That. Could, that could be interesting, but I, yeah, I, th- I think that's good. But yeah, just kind of like a western theme. You know, I, I think that would be a good one. I mean, Disney again, lacks that west. I think what they made that one Don- Johnny Depp, the Lone Ranger, and that one. was kind of yeah, and that was and like based on an existing property. It was, it was like an original. and it was a flop. It didn't do very well. So it would be interesting because I, I really enjoy a well done western. And I don't know that that was really like a true western either you know i mean that was based on the lone ranger which is like a tv show so it's not like i think that one probably didn't do well for other reasons i'm not i I don't know i want to call that one necessarily a true western i think it kind of was but yeah i think i think disney needs a western in their portfolio oh they should make an animated western because i mean you know there are westerns that exist but there's no animated westerns that exist that i can think of and that would be really interesting and disney and pixar are always looking for new things to do I think that one is the ticket. Yeah. The best Western we have right now is the Mandalorian. I mean, that's, that's really, I mean, that, that's, <laughs> and also the hotel chain. <laughs> <laughs> so my next one is a movie based on the enchanted Tiki room. Yeah. So, so my idea for this movie is the, the, the original host, there's four birds, Jose, Michael, Fritz, and Pierre. So they're the ones that kind of run the enchanted Tiki room. They run the show. But my idea for this movie is it starts with them split up. So they're not together. They're, they're not running the show. This isn't like a just a story of the Tiki Room. But they are trying to get the band back together. Something happened. They split up. So 
and that will become clear. And again, I'm not sure what it is, but that will become clear during the movie. But they're basically trying to get the band back together. They're trying to bring the Tiki Room back. You know, maybe it was something that it closed a long time ago. And so they're they're traveling the world. Hijinks ensue. They're trying to get you know, all the other birds, they're trying to get the plants, the enchanted totem poles back. They're trying to get the band back together to bring back the enchanted tiki room. I think that would be really good. You got the four of them. I think it could kind of be like semi road trip, buddy comedy, just hijinks as they're trying to get the tiki room back together. It could be feel good whenever the tiki room gets back together. You could have some some human friends that help them along the way. I think that would be an interesting story. I think those type of movies so this is do like well. Post Enchanted Tiki Room. It's 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 split yeah, up and yes, yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. It starts it starts with them kind of split up. Something happened. The tiki room closed. They split up. They had a falling out. I'm not sure exactly the details yet. But then yeah, they're working to, to get them back together. I think that would be a good movie. Okay, I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, you know, one one final attraction that I think could really use a movie. Now, hear me out here, the Adventurers Club, no longer existing, but well, that's another good one. I think that the characters, because I hear about all these characters. You know, listen to our Adventurers Club episode. It was really fascinating to do the research on that, and they had built out these really amazing characters that people would come back that were locals night after night after night to see and interact with, just to kind of like, as almost like an homage to that, because I'm sure a lot of people would love that nostalgia of seeing those characters again. Well, I think you could build out a whole universe on the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, see, which is a common theme throughout all the parks and kind of started with the Adventurers Club. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. That you could you could build a whole movie out about that. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know how like we have the Marvel Cinematic Universe? We could have the Adventurers Club Cinematic Universe because you have that and then that's linked to Expedition Everest so it could go with my movie and then it's also linked to the Jungle Cruise. So, and there's other places too that have yeah, links I mean, to it's, that. It's linked to the Tower of Terror in Tokyo Disney Sea, the mm-hmm. Harrison High Tower. You know, he was a member of the Adventures Club and, and Sea. And so, yeah, I think you could have you could have multiple movies around that that are linked together. Or that that could be, I mean, the Adventures Club could kind of be the origin story of the Sea organization. That would be really cool. Really. Yeah, I think pe- I think people get behind that. There's a lot of Disney fans that really like the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. And, and I think that's why they kind of put those nods all throughout the park. That I think a movie kind of based on that would do really well. I think so. My last one is a movie based on It's a Small World. And this is a <laughs> horror movie, kind of like a Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> type thing, where at night, the animatronics on Small World come to life. Oh, no. And yes, it's, it's just a horror movie because we all know you don't want to get stuck in that ride. It's miserable. <laughs> I joke. I, you know, I mean, people say that that like I would the get small stuck world, in any ride. Yeah, I mean, people say that about Small World that it, it like it's an annoying song. But when you ride the ride, they sing it in each of their own languages, so it's not like you just hear it's a Small World on repeat. You're hearing it in different languages, and so for a lot of it, if you don't speak those languages, you really don't know what is happening. It's not until the end when like they're in English that you hear it's a small world. So it's really not that bad. I mean, people like always knock that ride of, Oh no, I don't want to sit and 
you know, if I got to hear it's a small world again, it's way too long. So obviously I, mean, I was joking with the, with the horror movie, but I think a lot of people, unfortunately that would resonate with like, Oh yeah. Like a horror film where just those small world people come to life. That's, that's me every time I ride it, but it's really not it, like, it's not that bad when you ride it. Like it, I don't get it. I don't find it annoying. And honestly, I kind of don't even notice the song sometimes because I'm so busy looking at the animatronics. It's like, where would Moana fit in? Like in, you know, because in Disneyland and Disney and Tokyo Disneyland, they actually they have, have characters, the yeah. characters in there. So I kind of am imagining where they would fit in and still hoping that Disney World updates theirs and puts those characters in because it makes it so much more fun because it's kind of like a Where's Waldo. Um, you trying to spot different Disney characters because there were like 20, I think we counted in Tokyo, there were like 20 some uh, animatronics that were related to Disney movies. Yeah, but I, but I do think like just a really over the top B movie horror themed It's a Small World movie, even even maybe like a fan made film, I think would, would do great. Hey, they have the 20th Century Fox label. They yeah. could use it for that. I mean, I don't think Disney would ever make this, but I, no, I think a fan, I think a fan movie, just again, just like over the top cheesy B movie, I think would do great. I think you do like a, a half an hour, forty five minute movie. You throw that thing on YouTube, you're viral. <laughs> and if anybody does that, all we ask is for a credit. Yeah, I was gonna say, hey, we have a YouTube channel. Why don't we do that? <laughs> I know. If anybody makes this movie, uh, just credit the Enchanted Ears podcast for the idea and YouTube channel. <laughs> So, but yeah, I th- I think that would be, I-, I was thinking of that. I was like, what would be good? I'm like, small world. Because again, there's not many original rides. So you kind of have to think, one, there's not many original rides, but then they've made movies on a lot of them so far. So like, obviously, like, we're not going to say Jungle Cruise or, you know, Haunted Mansion because they're already, they're already thinking of that. So there's not a lot of other, you know, stuff you can go off of. Um, so I was just thinking, I was like, oh, small world. You always hear people say small world. Oh, I hate that ride. Like, you know, and so... I think uh, like a, a horror Five Nights at Freddy's movie would be funny for that one. <laughs> I agree. So that wraps it up for our ideas of movies based on original park attractions. So I hope you enjoyed. And if you have any other ideas of what other rides you would like to see made into movies, let us know. Yeah, we'd love to hear. Let us know over on our Facebook page, Enchanted Ears. Uh, we also have a Facebook group, Enchanted Ears Family can, can join that as well. Yeah, we'd love to hear your ideas. I think Angela, some of your ideas. I think you got to write these screenplays because I, I think they're I think they're pretty good, and I hope somebody makes a small world fan film because I want to see that. Oh yeah. I may even give ten dollars to help fund it. I want to thank everybody again for listening this week. Make sure you leave us a rating or a review. Subscribe if you haven't already. We really appreciate it. Thanks for letting us your ears. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you here next Monday. Bye.